Welcome to Portage Connect, the official City of Portage podcast. I'm your host, Mary Ruppel, and today we're joined by Nick Haynes, the Deputy Director of Streets and Parks at the City of Portage. He's here to talk about mailboxes, our mailbox policy, snow plowing, overnight parking, and more. Welcome back, Nick. Thanks for having me. Always. You're always welcome here. Now, I can't believe that we've already had our first significant snowfall here in the City of Portage. And that brings us to the, it's a perfect time to talk about mailboxes and our mailbox policies. And um, what advice would you have for residents about their mailboxes and the installation of their mailboxes for the winter time? Well, I know we already put out uh, to kind of shake your mailbox day. Yes. It's a great time to go out and just check to make sure your mailbox is sturdy. Uh, Otherwise, you know, for, as far as installation goes, mm-hmm. um, the USPS actually has a pretty well-written standard that's published uh, on the USPS website. Okay. Uh, it's usps.com backslash manage backslash mailboxes.htm. And it goes in and talks about all the measurements that the mailbox should be at. Okay. Um, it actually talks about from the ground to the bottom of the mailbox should be between 41 and 5 inches or 45 inches. And then uh, you're supposed to place the mailbox six to eight inches behind your curb. Okay. Uh, the reason for that is actually because sometimes our plow trucks are so close to the curb edge, if it overhangs the curb, the truck can actually hit it. And uh, we, it's, we've done a pretty good job of when we find that and we actually do the repair, we move it back. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, good rule of thumb is to have it behind the curb. That way it doesn't have any chances of actually getting hit by the truck. Otherwise, if it's not the truck, then it's actually the snow. Okay, that's good advice. Good and, advice. Uh, and then they also suggest it to be about two feet into the ground, the post itself. But And as far as mailboxes go, uh, mm-hmm. our policy uh, is we typically, if you choose to have us repair it, we repair it with a standard uh, white or black mailbox with a wood post. Uh, there is the other option to be reimbursed. And we reimburse up to $44. And if it's more than that, it's on the homeowner to make up the difference. Make up the difference, yeah. And um, if somebody mailbox does accidentally get hit, it's, it's you know sadly bound to happen. You guys try at all costs to avoid it. But if it does happen, how do they get in contact with you? And how do they get either their new mailbox or reimbursed for it? So if they would like to have... What they can do is uh, either call our, our uh, Department of Public Works at 269-329-4444. And uh, they can, if they know they want to have it reimbursed, they can go ahead and do that. And our, our office admin helps take care of that. And if they choose to have it repaired, they can report it there as well. Or they can use the report it tool okay. uh, on the city's website. And it's also uh, on the app. Um, the Portage MI app has the report at C-Click Fix uh, as well. And then we take all those that come in and uh, typically do an inspection. And then if they want us to repair, uh, we'll, we'll make the repairs. If not, then it gets turned into reimbursement. Okay, great. 
And do you guys put in a new post or is that on the homeowner to supply the posts then? We do put in a new post. Uh, if the old post is repairable, uh, we will reuse what's what's still good. If it's just a mailbox, we'll replace just the mailbox. But like I say, if it does need a new post, if the post cracks, we definitely replace it if that's what they want. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, great. And you said um, the City of Portage website, they can go there. It's portageami.gov. It's mm -hmm. usually on the main page then. Yes. So if you go into the uh, Department of Public Works uh, and then there's a snow removal tab mm -hmm. it all go, goes into there and talks about all our snow removal mailboxes uh our policy and that's the uh portagemi.gov backslash 290 dash snow removal okay great great and now that we're talking about snow um you guys have some exciting news you have a new snow tracking or snow plow tracking program internally and externally called snow pass yeah it's it's a uh, yeah snow pass exactly what it is it, and uh, it you can basically go on and it'll give you a picture of where we've been uh, up to the last six hours it has increments and it's color coded it has uh, like zero to two hours two to four hours and four to six hours um, and uh, yeah it, it'll show you where we've been and basically within the last six hours and it even shows the truck and the number of the truck. All our trucks have specific numbers and, and yeah. Okay. And people find that on um, the portageami.gov backslash 290 as well? Yes. There's there's a, uh, in the top right corner of the webpage, there is a thing or, or an icon that says snow pass that they can click on and it'll pull that up. And you can also access it from the uh, Portage MI, uh app as well. Okay, great. And um, when Jeremy was here last time, we spoke a little bit about this. Can you remind um, listeners and residents uh, is this something that is in real time or is there a slight delay to it? It does have a slight delay and, but it's, it's not significant. Okay. But it, it is fairly close to real time. Okay. So people shouldn't be looking out their windows and looking at the apps, waiting for the snowplow to no, come down no. right then and there. There's going to be just a, a slight delay then. Yes. Okay. Um, there are a certain order that you guys actually do plow the streets in the area. Yes, yes. Uh, all our priority one streets are are basically for central travel. It's our West Nidge, it's our West Center, and uh, Oakland, all our major roads. Uh, it typically takes about, depending on snowfall, about four hours to plow all those. Okay. And then we move on to our priority two streets, which is essentially a lot of our our feeder streets, um, like, for example, like Westnage, uh, you have uh, all your little streets, especially up by uh, by the Mire, North Mire. We have mm -hmm. Amos and Andy, and uh, essentially, you know, they get a lot of traffic. So we, we do have to prioritize where we start in our, in our I'll call neighborhoods, but they're, they're also kind of a business district as well. And then we move on to uh, Priority 3, which is our all our streets, neighborhoods, uh, neighborhood streets that, that all need to be plowed. Um, we do have the city divided up in six different zones. Okay. Um, and it's, we have our morning shift and night shift. Uh, so you have essentially two different groups handling, handling that depending on when it snows. Uh, we try and keep regular 
drivers that are the same drivers in those as well. And then we have priority, priority four, which is all the dead ends, cul-de-sacs, uh, snow plowing. We still go in those with the big trucks, but we come back behind later on with pickups and try and push everything to the center as best we can. Okay, so be patient. Your guys, of course, main priority, I think, for everybody is that letting people get through on the main roads first. Exactly. But you guys will be there, and you'll be out there to do their neighborhoods and get them all plowed out in their neighborhoods as well. Of course, you don't do driveways at all. Definitely not. (laughs) So now um, we get quite a few questions about the um, park trails, and I know that... It's not a priority, but if you guys have time, and when you guys have time, when you're done plowing the roads and the streets, you will go out to some parks and plow the trails as well. Yes, uh, we definitely plow park trails. It's definitely after all the all the main roads and locals are done. If we do have extra staff available, we will try and send them out to do the what we like to call our main trail, which is the Bicentennial Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of important to get to that one somewhat quick because we we do get a lot of walkers and walkers tend to pack down the snow which right makes turns it, it into to, ice yeah, right, which right. makes it harder to plow uh so we do like to try and get to that one a little quicker uh, but yeah essentially after all the roads are plowed then we start plowing our sidewalks our park trails park parking lots and and all that uh we also do try and maintain the heated restrooms as well um as far as the sidewalks up to the bathrooms because those be because they are heated they do get used more okay great and that kind of brings us into the next topic of some overnight parking ordinances sidewalks and fire hydrants yeah so we were lucky enough to have um the overnight parking start in december and so restrictions are currently in place for that now, um, when do they apply? Can people still park in on the street overnight if there's no snow, or is it just December? It's it's basically December first through March fifteenth, and it's from the hours of two a.m. to six a.m. Okay. And that's that's a fairly new change. Uh, ordinance was changed recently uh, to shorten that that window. Yeah, kind of match our our winners now a yeah. little bit better. So, like, if there's no snow on the ground, that still is an effect. and that people, Technically, yes, it's still yeah. in effect. Yeah. So people should remember that, that even though it's the roads are clear, there is no overnight parking between those hours. Yes. And that's on all Portage Street. Yes. Okay. And how about sidewalks? Um, what kind of restrictions are in place or ordinances are in place for keeping your sidewalks shoveled and fire hydrants clear? So we do ask residents to help clear around fire hydrants uh and as far as sidewalks go they i believe they're supposed to be cleared within 24 to 48 hours after a snowfall mm-hmm. uh if they are not uh people do 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 make complaints and and then uh if things aren't corrected uh, they can be taken to court oh wow wow and we would hope that of course other residents would be a little bit neighborly with each other before that happens yes. like maybe if you have a a neighbor that is unable to plow his or her sidewalks or shuffle them actually or clear their hydrants maybe be neighborly and kind of help them definitely help them do that before it even gets to that point definitely would be be nice if people will help each other out okay great and um 
is there anything that you want to talk about as far as um, the plowing or the mailboxes or even um, fire hydrants or shoveling? Uh, fire hydrants. So, yeah, we, we do ask for volunteers. Um, if the snow does get deep enough, we have in the past gone out and cleared hydrants along Westnage and then the, uh, I'll call it the Portage Business District as well. Okay. Um, to to help the fire department should there be a fire in, in, a, right. in a major commercial establishment. Right, right. Just because it's cold and snowy outside, they still need to get yes, to those yeah. hydrants. Yeah, we'll, we'll use our equipment and, and push snow around to, away from the hydrant so they do have access. Okay, perfect. And is there anything else that you want to talk about before we go? Well, we still are hiring for a maintenance tech okay. one position. We have two open positions currently still available. Uh, if you have a commercial driver's license with a minimum class B with an air brake endorsement and the ability to get a tanker license, uh, definitely apply. Yeah. And you guys are great to work with and they get to go out and uh, drive those fun snow plows. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And to find out more information on these programs, make sure to visit our website at portagemi.gov. This information also appears in the Portager newsletter. And we also put it out on our social media pages too. And of course, I just want to remind everybody to keep sending in your ideas for our Portage Connect podcast. If you happen to have an idea, just send us an email at to public information at portagemi.gov. Mm-hmm.